are now listening to the Jetstream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Jetstream, the official New York Jets podcast of Gotham Sports Network. My name is Jesse Finver, and as always with me, my co-host, partner in crime, and miserable Jets fan extraordinaire, Connor Sheeran, how are we doing this week? Uh, what else is there to say? I'm doing all right, <laughs> I guess, in my personal life. Oh, Personally, good. I'm not doing too bad, but... <laughs> Got any big plans, yeah. you know, anything, anything, you know, you know, anything good going on? No. Wish no. I didn't have to spend my Sunday doing a certain thing, but, you know, here we are. Did you see uh, Avery Williamson gave a Jets fan uh, a Super Bowl ticket? I didn't, actually. So, Avery Williamson, this is the best thing that's happened to a Jets fan all season. Avery Williamson went to the set of SVU, and one of their writers had cancer, and he recovered and was doing much better. And so, he's a big Jets fan. He had a Super Bowl party at the hospital and everything. And Wow. You know, Mariska Haggerty, I think is her, uh, is that's her name? Hargitay? I think it's, yeah, whatever I'm it is. Big, she plays, I'm a big SVU connoisseur, so. She plays, she plays Lieutenant Benson. Yes. And, um, or Detective Benson. I don't know what she is at this point. Anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, they like, they add ice tea. Like, they, they all set it up, and he, uh, he got a ticket to the Super Bowl. And so I saw comments yeah. on Twitter like, damn, that's the closest anything that has to do with the Jets is going to get to the Super Bowl in our <laughs> lifetime. And that's where we're at wrong. this week. You know, um, the Jets fell. Was fell the right word? They blew it, blew it, stumbled, embarrassed themselves to the Miami, the Miami Dolphins. (laughs) I mean, the season's over. Like, let's let's be real. I'm I'm not getting angry at this point anymore. Um, You know, all we all we really want to you know do is, you know, have some have some change. Um, have some, we're looking for some change. Escape a week with some dignity. Right. And, you know, That'd I mean, I, personally, like, I have some positives I can take away from this, personally. Uh, my mm-hmm. boy, Mike Jacecki, um, not actually my boy, it's just he went to Penn State, tight end. Six catches for 95 yards against the Jets. I was happy to see him finally, you know. I didn't realize he was Penn Stater. Oh, he yeah. was he killing was, the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Him and Trace McSorley were quite the, quite the tandem. Nice. Um, so it was good to see him, you know, uh, play well. Uh, honestly, Sam didn't play too bad. Uh, no. Like, once again, he didn't have any time uh, to throw the ball. But when he did, like, if you guys remember that Robbie Anderson back shoulder throw down the right sideline, like, he had the most time he's had all season, and he makes great throws, you know. But then he yeah. also does things where he gets, like, out of the pocket. He gets rushed out of the pocket. And throws the interception that he did on the goal line, which, you know, if you watch Dan Orlovsky's breakdown, you know, he explains it that, yeah, I mean, he probably shouldn't have thrown that ball. Not probably. He definitely shouldn't have thrown that ball. Uh, I mean, it was pretty clear he was trying to throw it away. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you got to throw that ball off the ground at Le'Veon Bill's feet. But this, the offensive line just didn't block. Like, they, no one identified the mic, and the, the middle linebacker came in. And blew that play up, and Sam had no time. And I mean, I don't even know what Chuma Adoga was doing on that play. He just kind of was just like, like looking around, standing like, in the middle of nowhere, space cadet, you know. But I mean, 
I'm like the past two episodes. I've gotten all worked up. I've gotten angry. <laughs> I've yelled. I'm not doing that this week. Um, yeah, I know it's probably right. more entertaining if I do get all worked up and who knows, maybe I will get worked up if we, if, if we get going <laughs> a little bit, but I mean, you know, I was just, I was, I was happy that we lost because I thought that it would lead to Gase getting fired, mm. but clearly that's not the case. So Connor, my question yeah. to you, um, I just want to know your thoughts after coming after out of that game and into this week, where, where are you at? Where's your head at? I think Joe Caparoso put, probably put it best. It was the loss no one wanted, but it was the loss we probably needed. Uh, no one wanted to go into Miami and lose to possibly, I mean, I can't say it anymore because the Jets lost to them, but the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, but going into that game, the Dolphins, like, and still on paper, the Dolphins have the worst team in the league because they're, guess what? They're purposely trying to lose, and the Jets still couldn't beat them. Go figure. But, you know, coming out of that game now, now that it's all over. We've had a couple of days to decompress and get away from it. We can realize that, yes, in the long run, we're probably going to do, it's probably going to help the Jets a lot more than a win would have on Sunday because. Hopefully at the end of the season, this leads to Gase getting fired. And I knew coming out of it, Gase isn't going to get fired in the middle of the season. Not in the first year of his coaching career with the Jets. He's not going to get canned in the middle of the season. This was year two, sure. Then he probably would be getting fired now. But they weren't going to do it, not in the middle of the year. And there's still a possibility he doesn't get fired at the end of this year, despite what we all want, what certain beat writers want and think. There's a decent chance that Christopher Johnson sticks with him, despite how many reports come out from guys like Rich Samini saying, oh, Christopher Johnson's standing outside the locker room and he looks really pissed. It's like, all right, did sweet. Say that. He, looks pissed at, he looks pissed after every single Jets loss. That's been the way the past three weeks. It's not going to, you know, it's, that's not really changing much. I guess maybe losing to the Dolphins is a hell of a lot worse than losing to the Patriots, but, like, that's still not changing much. And he, as Gase is supposed to be Christopher Johnson's guy, and obviously Joe Douglas had no part of his hiring. And based on the organizational structure, I'm not totally sure Joe Douglas has the power to fire Gase even if he wants to. So for now, we're, we're stuck with him. But hopefully something like this, where the loss was just a complete catastrophe and the defense somehow looking the worst it's looked all season – it looked better. The defense looked better against Tom Brady than it did against Ryan Fitzpatrick. Like I don't get it. Like, well, I just don't understand how they went out there and completely fell apart. Because the, because against, the team still had like a little bit of hope back then. Now I mean this team is checked out. Like I mean, like, Jamal is not going to be here next year. Jermaine Johnson's not going to be here next year. Like there's just a lot of guys that are gone. Here's where I actually will get upset and angry about our boy Manish. <laughs> What right. it's take, uh, Manish, not even 10 minutes. <laughs> Manish tweeted out and, and wrote about this. Christopher Johnson believes criticism from fans and media for Adam Gase hire is unfair. Hmm. Really? Really, Christopher? It's unfair. Now, there's a tweet that I saw. I'm just going to read it off. It's from Jet Nation, at Jet Nation. Actually, oh, I, I actually do follow them. I didn't know if I followed them or not. So Jet Nation tweeted this out. Johnson let Mike McCagnan 
keep his job when he fired Bulls, be part of the process to hire Gase, run free agency, ruin another draft, and then you fire McCagnan, you keep Adam Gase, you hire a new GM, and you start 1-7, and and you lose to the Dolphins. Okay? I, I just don't understand what planet this this idiot is living on. Mm. Because that's what he's being right now. He's being a big, rich idiot. Pretty much. I just don't understand. It, it is so easy to see that Adam Gase is so in over his head. And I'm, you know what? I'm not even getting that mad. I'm, I feel like I'm keeping a level tone. <laughs> you know? But it is so easy to see that Adam Gase is so in over his head and is not qualified to be a head coach in the NFL that and for some reason he thinks that it's unfair the criticism is unfair I mean it's I mean, it makes, it's it, out of control it's out of control how ignorant he's being 100% and I realize he's not going to go out there and drag Adam Gase under the bus he should know. he's the owner he's, I, I don't disagree with you but he's I mean He's not going to do that. I mean, there's there's very few people that would probably do that. Uh, I mean, in business, you have a bad Jones investment. Probably, still wouldn't probably do it. If, you, if you're in business and you have a bad investment, so at a certain point, you have to cut ties. You know, you have to take your you have to take your loss and, and move on. Right, but I feel like, I feel like Chris Chris Johnson and I was saying this earlier in the week. Firing Gates honestly probably does the Jets more harm than good at this point in the season. Because who knows? They hire, they fire Gase. They make Greg Williams the interim head coach, which right. probably would do. Guess what? The Jets probably squeak out. Like they're probably going to win like two or three more games this season because it just it's just what they do, and it's variating. Uh, but if they do that, the Jets stand a better chance of winning some of these other games. You know, I'd rather just, have in the long run. I'd rather have Jim Bob Cooter take over mm-hmm. the offense and Greg Williams be the head coach. Because, yes, mm-hmm. maybe it'll help our draft position. We're already 1-7, though. We're going to get a top-10 pick. All well, right? yeah, obviously. And I, I think it's more important to have a good head coach and a good offense and, and just a, a stability Yeah, Sam. Because all, Stan, all Dar- Sam Darnold has had is instability throughout his career as a Jet. And mm-hmm. I, I, it's Greg Williams, what he did with the Browns last year after Hugh Jackson was fired. I mean, they went seven. They ended up going seven and nine after going zero and sixteen. Yeah, you know, and that's ma- mainly because of of how Greg Williams was able to steady the ship once mm-hmm. that once that disaster that was Hugh Jackson was 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 uh was fired. So right. I mean, I, I just honestly, I mean, the only reason I would be in favor of canning him in the middle of the season is because he's doing so much harm to Sam Darnold. Like the regression is just it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, like, I mean, watch the highlights from those last four games last season. He looks like, and he, I mean, he looks like as ready of a quarterback as the Jets could ask for. And then these last three games, it's like, I, I mean, he's he looked he's looked worse than that first Detroit game. He looks worse. Than, he looks worse than Josh Allen. Uh, and Josh Allen's a glorified running back. Right, <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Like. And, and and I guess in a sense this applies to Baker Mayfield too because he's regressing like crazy too under Freddie Kitchens and so it goes to show just how 
important a head coach is to such a young quarterback's development because guys like, you know, Lamar Jackson, flourishing, possible, mm-hmm. you know, unlikely, possible. He's, he's not going to win the MVP, being, but, uh, but, but he's playing not, really, really well. But he's yeah. playing in that ballpark. Like, he's in he's in that area. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, you got guys like that. And, you know, Kyler Murray, he's doing – He's doing decent out in Arizona. Like Arizona's playing, they're, they're five, they got five hundred ball. They're doing better with Cliff Kingsbury, and then the, Sam Darnold stuck with a bad offensive line. Who the major, like the, a good amount of it, was around last season. Like, right, right. Jonathan Harrison, uh, Shell Winters, uh, all these guys were playing last season for the Jets, and the offensive line was still really bad, but. This is another level. So it's not like there's some drastic drastic difference between. I wonder what the difference is. What's the X factor here? What's the the one thing that's changed from last year to this year if it isn't the personnel? Mm, I think it might be the coaching. Could it be the staff? I think you're right. Yeah, I think I I it's the. I think it's the coaching. Yeah, because yeah. Todd Bowles got five wins out of these losers, or how many did he get? He got three wins out of these losers, four wins. He got four wins Man, out of these losers. Four. <laughs> this team isn't winning four games. I saw, uh, I saw a guy on Twitter say, "You know, I can see it now, Jets fans. They win the next. They win. They go five and three over their last couple of games and win six games and go six and ten, buddy." <laughs> I think it was Luke. Luke, uh, what's was, his name? Was he saying that from like a positive standpoint, or he's saying Luke, like the same Luke, old Jets they screw Luke themselves? Grant? Do, do you follow Luke Grant? Uh, maybe I'm not the sure. British, the British Jets fan. Um, uh-huh. Luke, buddy. <laughs> a fan of yours. This team. I mean, this is this, this team is bad. They they ain't beating the Giants, Washington, Miami. We just lost to Miami. Yeah, the Bengals are going to beat us. Pittsburgh is going to spank us. Like this team is oh, yeah. the Baltimore? worst. Team. Yeah, like oh, he Baltimore has us losing the ball. Thirty-seven, on possibly a top three defense of all time. They just put up thirty-seven points. And I mean, he says the tweet itself says. I mean, I'll, I'll say this. You know, he says I can just see it now, Jets fans. He wasn't predicting this. He was. It was more of a. I, like this is going to suck when this happens. He goes, I can just see it now, Jets fans. The New York Jets finished the season on a 5-3 and three run, beating New York Giants, Washington, Miami, Cincy, and Pittsburgh. Finished 6-10. and 10. The Johnsons have optimism about Adam Gase. He's confirmed as head coach for 2020. The Jets select number nine in the draft. The cycle continues. I mean, that's just, like, depressing to think about. Um, it's just the, it's the, well, this team the is tale depressing. of the Jets. This team it's is the tale depressing. of the Jets. Yeah, they're never bad enough to get a high enough pick, and they're never good enough to make the playoffs. Per- being perpetually stuck in mediocrity is the worst place to find yourself in football, and that's where the Jets have been for the past decade. They had the one anomaly in 2015, which still I can't believe actually happened that they were right there on the cusp of the playoffs. Still don't totally understand how that all happened, but for the past decade they've just been stuck in the mud and never been bad enough to get, you know, top, like, you know, number one overall pick or get the guy that they, they really needed. Also because that has to do with drafting and this Mike McCagnon's obsession with drafting, you know, not addressing the offensive side of the ball at all. 
like with his first round pick. Oh, it's not just uh, him. It's been I don't think the Jets have uh, selected an offensive player since uh, on, in the prior, first round since Mangles. Prior to, Sam, prior to Sam, it was Sanchez, I think. Oh, it was Sanchez. Well, all right. Yeah. Outside of quarterback, I think the last like it was Mangles. That was the last Mangold, first, like outside Mangold, of quarterback. Mangles and Brick. Uh, and Brick. Right. So funny how funny you know when they made those AFC Championship games. You know what they had? They had a great, it's unbelievable line. offensive line. They had Dick Mangle. They had Debrickashaw Ferguson. They had Alan Fanica. It was they had Damian Woody. It was like an unbelievable. You think about that now? Like that's an unbelievable. You you realize how good Sam would be if he had that offensive line? <laughs> he would be. You'd be. Uh, I can't, man. I can't. All right, I need. Just, we, we need. We need to move on. We can't. We can't yeah. keep on doing this to ourselves. Let's go to news and notes for the week. Le'Veon Bell had an MRI on his knee, came back clean. Um, you know, they go. I think he's feeling better. We'll see how it goes from there. <laughs> <laughs> I just never want to hear Adam. I just never want to hear Adam Gase ever talk again. Ever. I don't want to see his stupid hat drawn all the way down low because he's bald and, and he's just trying to shoulders and like, like oh, yeah, um, we, what we did on practice pride, pride field didn't translate to Sunday. You know, we got like, to like we need to talk about um, Tremaine Johnson. He's placed on IR. He is officially cut, or he's officially going to be cut. Like that's going to happen. Yeah, um, pretty much. So, I I'm, I believe. So he made he signed a five year contract, which included thirty four million dollars guaranteed. He only played in seventeen games over two seasons. He recorded five interceptions, one one pick six, one forced fumble, and one fumble recovery. Um, they're prepared to move on from him, even though next year they would take twelve million dollars in dead cap. Um, is he the worst free agent signing the Jets have had in their lifetime? I was thinking about this before, and it's possible. I mean, if you're not counting, I mean, the return of Revis, we all welcomed. And but he was really bad. We all welcomed, well, they were both really bad. But this was he. They, they were. They ended up. They ended up being real bad. But not yeah. even, not even close to Tremaine Johnson. It's different because like, Revis and Crow had a history and. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I think we were all, we were all happy about it. Uh, the Sanchez extension, like that was that was bad. Mm-hmm. Like back when we all we all kind of knew it was it was it was the end of the Sanchez. They extended him anyway. Um, yeah, there's. I mean, there's there's a couple in there. Santonio Holmes. <laughs> Yeah, giving him I mean, like however many however much he gave him. Yeah, but he still played like, well. You know, like he still like, he 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 played really well in the playoffs for like for us, and and he was he he's not. I don't think he's in the same stratosphere as Tremaine Johnson. I think this is without a doubt, in my opinion, this is without a doubt the worst free agent signing the Jets have ever had. Um, it's it's actually like it's actually like astounding how poorly he played. It's Jason Bay. It's Jason Bay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's a good. It's a great comparison. It's yeah. right that right there, in, like that area. And we're that's used, bad. we're used to bad free agent signings. You know, we we can re- we can uh, make these cross sport comparisons. This is 
he, he was just really, really bad. The guy couldn't cover a crossing route to save his life. It's like he's never seen it before. And uh, it was just the worst thing, the worst thing to watch because you knew no matter what. He, I mean, he couldn't cover a single route. There was not one mm-hmm. route on the route tree that he was a proficient in covering. Yeah. Um, it's a, It was really bad, and I'm just glad that we're never going to have to deal with him again. But... Again, that means that the Jets have another thing they need to to, to fill another position of need they need to fill. You know, the, the biggest positions of need this offseason are going to be cornerback, offensive line, and probably wide receiver after that, or pass no yeah. pass rusher, pass rusher. Yeah, and, 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 and edge rusher receivers. and then wide receivers. Yeah, so in that order. Yep, and so that's that's the uh, the goal this offseason. I mean, I believe in Joe Douglas. I do. Um, he hasn't given me any reason not to believe in him. I don't think he handled the, the Colletio. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's handled the Colletio Semele uh, situation that well. Um, mm. But I don't think that we know nearly enough. Um, I just think that based on, I think what based on what we know, it, it doesn't sound good. But um, you know, I'll, I'll re- yeah, like you know, I'll reserve judgment until next season when we see how these free agents that he gets and how he drafts. Um, I think he's gonna sit. He's gonna trade Jamal Adams. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a business, man. That's how it works. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna ter- yeah. deter free agents. It's just that Jamal's 24 and doesn't get how the world works yet. Right. Um, not to say that I do either. I'm 24 yeah. as well. But <laughs> but I think that I think that I have a better understanding that the NFL is a business more than he does. Um, Somehow. You know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I would act similar to him if I was given 22 million dollars at 21 years Are old. You- Le'Veon came out and said he's like, if I was him and, and I was twenty four still, I'd probably I'd be acting the same way more, but most likely, you know. So, right. like you said, you know, it's entirely possible that we all would be acting like Jamal because he knows he's the best player on the team right now. But you know, who knows? But like you said, he'll uh, he'll be gone at the end of the season. He certainly ain't playing the like the best player on the team right now. Uh, that's for sure. You know, he did not play well Last against the Dolphins. Day, yeah. He did not play well against the Dolphins. He didn't play well against the Dolphins. He didn't play well. Um, he didn't play well against the Jaguars. He didn't play well against the Patriots. I mean, he just hasn't played well the last three games. Um, that's just kind of what it is. They're still going to get a first round pick for him because he's still really good. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, Chris Herndon, Calvin Beecham, and Daryl Roberts were all limited in practice on Wednesday. Uh, Le'Veon Bell and Ron Khalil did not practice. Um, Khalil has showed up in the injury report for a knee issue. I thought that was for an el- I thought he was hurt with an elbow, uh, but mm. I guess not. Um, Rontez Miles was placed on the IR. Um, he was probably the best special teams player the Jets have, and so is Josh Bellany, the second best special teams player. Um, so they picked up uh, Maurice Kennedy or Kennedy um, from the Ravens, and uh, I think they picked up a linebacker earlier in the week too because the Jets have like no and, uh, they have like no linebackers left um, they, don't, they, 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 they have no inside linebackers like, yeah, like at all uh, Josh Adams who's a running back they signed yeah. um, I mean like this like this stuff doesn't matter man because like not, we're, like I, we'll I, preview I can... the Giants but this doesn't matter none of this matters the amount of injuries the Jets have is actually like mind-blowing yeah, it's, it's like the good. fact that they had to, that Chris Herndon dressed dressed on Sunday because they like per the league rules they needed a person in a uniform on the sideline. 
Like that was the only reason he dressed. Yep. Because they just couldn't field any more people is, you know, a, t- a true testament to how much of a disaster this season's been. Speaking like, of disasters. <laughs> oh boy. This Sunday. Oh yeah. The, the two and seven giants play the one and seven jets and the, what, what are we calling this? The, um, New Jersey waste management bowl. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, so as of right now, the giants are the consensus pick for the spread minus two and a half, according to number fire. Um, but ESPN's FPI football power index has the jets as a 56.2% favorite over the giants. How? I don't know, man. It's a good, it's a great question. Um, so right now, Evan Ingram is out. Sterling Shepard, which is great news for the Jets because they yeah. can't cover a tight end to save their lives. Um, they can't cover anyone to save their lives. But especially tight ends because uh, they have no line, linebackers anymore. Sterling mm-hmm. Shepard, there's no way he plays. Um, and if he does play, then that's malpractice because his brain is literal, literal New England clam chatter soup right now. Um, Pretty much. Or actually, it would be Manhattan clam chowder. Um, mm. you know. Either way, um, not good. Yeah, either way, not good. Um, you know, the Jets have a bunch of guys injured report. Um, but, I mean, like I said, none of this matters. Um, I just I just don't I – don't, I would not – I don't – I wouldn't like to lose to the Giants. No, I, I want to win. But and I know I, I, I know that sounds crazy, but I, I, I can't maybe it's because they're in our face more than Pats fans, but but it's not I like to the Giants. It's not like I, either I, of I these teams. Giants fans. Same, but like it's not like like if a Giants fan gets in my face about beating the Jets, they'd be like, "Oh, so you're going to brag about beating a one and seven team." I mean, you're you're like you're right, I'm just so but... I'm so apathetic at this point to what happens this season. The only thing I care about is more is is if I'm I'm hoping that Sam looks better. Yeah, uh, that's all I yeah. care about his development. I, yeah, I will say this. You know what is important? That Sam plays better than Dan, Dan, uh, Daniel Jones on Sunday. All right, so that's important. That's important. The other that, thing that's that is in, something that needs to happen. The other thing that's important. Is that Leonard Williams does not get a sack? Oh man! And I, was because, I eating up those he, tweets on Monday Because night. he looked really, uh, really bad man. against the Cowboys. <laughs> but, I was eating those up, man. But he has to be licking his chops because he went against this offensive line in practice every single week, mm-hmm. and he knows the the weaknesses. And I mean, Sam's gonna get sacked like eight times this game, even though the Giants have no pass rush. Like Dexter Lawrence is gonna have two yeah. sacks and. Lorenzo Carter is going to have two sacks and Leonard Williams is going to have half a sack, you know, because he can't get a <laughs> full sack. Serious pressures. Right. Yeah. He'll get right, some yeah. serious, serious pressure. pressure. Um, I mean, but the, the Jets are probably going to sack Daniel Jones once too, because the Giants offensive line, I mean, my friends, my friends keep on saying, you know, um, they're basically paying Nate Solder is expensive. Eric flowers. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, hey. So yeah, I mean, I mean, this is this is gonna be a toilet bowl game. It's not gonna be yeah, good. Daniel Jones, uh, he turns the ball over. He, he still lead the league in turnovers. Yeah, Jamal As, may have a uh, may have a field day with him. Um, he might. Yeah, I mean that. that I mean, he the two plays he well the second 
fumble he had on Monday night was kind of just, you know, it's one of those kind of plays where Cowboy guy just kind of made a nice swat on the ball right there at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. The first one, he was just like, see him running the ball up. He's trying fast. Oh, he's fat. My friend told me he's like, uh, he ran like a four five or like a four six forty. He's a fast, he fast is guy. A one fast he's a, white boy. Like he's 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 not, you know, he's not Mar Jackson to Sean Watson, but he he can move like you know. So Dude, it's something, I'm, something you gotta watch this. out. He might be faster than 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 Deshaun Watson. He's definitely not faster than Lamar Jackson. No, Lamar, Lamar Jackson's very very fast. He's a, he's a speed demon, but yeah. Daniel Jones can move. Yeah. Definitely. He can move. And, that's and, for and, sure. You know, that's, that's half the reason why he's fumbled so much. He goes out there and doesn't know how to protect the ball, and he just gets hit, and the ball gets punched out. Uh, he's actually, I don't know off the top of my head how many interceptions he has. I really want to know what Ethan and Brett are thinking about this game. I mean, you can I, if you want to find out, go listen to NYG Weekly. You know, you'll find out Ethan's thoughts at least. Yeah. By the way, Ethan's take about how the Jets uh, getting Gase was like the right move when he took that one. When, so when someone dug that up, he said it like back in like December or something. Because he and he said saying that like you know Gase was like a right move or something along those lines. Someone shoved it right back in his face. It was uh, quite, hey, you know, you know, and he was like, "Hand up, I was wrong." And I good, good on him for doing so. Yes, and I love following like Ethan's great for just watching him dunk on people because that's basically when it comes to when the giants are bad, you know, dunking on people is basically all of what Ethan's count is. Yeah. Uh, so, but I think he's, I think they're, they're going to have, you know, it's going to be one ugly mess of a game. Uh, giants defense is bad. Uh, we saw that, you know, we saw that Monday night. They're not good. Um, Zeke was tearing them up. Uh, they got to hope. I mean, granted, the Cowboys have an like, an unbelievable offensive line, but if ever there was a time for Le'Veon to go out and have like you know, I can't believe I'm saying breakout game in Week Ten, but if ever there was a time for Le'Veon to have a you know his best game of the season, it's uh, on Sunday, and Sam needs to go out there and he needs to not turn the ball over once. Can't happen. I uh, um I don't think either of those things are going to happen. <laughs> I don't think so either. But that's this just me. This is wishful thinking. <laughs> yeah. I want to that out there's a disclaimer. This is me wishful thinking at best. Right. But I will say what really makes me angry about that interception from the Dolphins game was that his touchdown pass was called back. Yeah, and that was a beautiful that throw too. That was a touchdown. Like, yeah. it, it's like I don't understand the play. It was called a touchdown. I thought on we would pass this. Yeah, so did I. I thought we were too. I thought it was like, but the and um, what's it? Gene Steratore said it too. He's like, I wouldn't have overturned that. It's like there's just not enough evidence there to overturn it. And then of Makes course, no because it, it's the Jets, the very next play that happened, and you know, but yeah. it's just a, it's he needs dead yeah, going back to me saying Sam needs to not turn the ball over. Most important thing. Can we um, can we get a prediction from you, Connor? I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say Giants win. Giants win by like 10, you know? By their 10? Offense, their offense is better, obviously, is a lot better than ours. You know, Saquon's Saquon. I think it's going to be like a 20-point game. 
you think it's gonna be that bad? I think the Jets are gonna get blown out and embarrassed, and like I mean, this, it's what I'm hoping for, and it's what I think is gonna happen. I think it's gonna be a bad, bad Sunday. I don't even. I think. I don't even want to. I wouldn't watch. hope. I wouldn't hope. I don't want to watch this game. I'd rather like there are other games that I would rather it's watch. The last game, it's the last game I want to watch. There I'll are other games. Up. I'd rather watch Buffalo Cleveland. I'd rather watch. Um, Buffalo, Cleveland, Carolina, Green Bay. I'd rather watch Dallas, Minnesota. Seattle's the that's the Sunday night game. Yeah, Dallas. There's Minnesota. a lot. Of, there's six teams on by this week, so there's like not a lot of great games. Uh, Chargers. Oh, that's Thursday night. That's tomorrow night. Ooh, Chargers. Ra- uh, Raiders. This should be a good game. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, like D- Detroit, Chicago's gonna stink. Baltimore, Cincy's gonna stink. Atlanta. How is it? Atla- All right. How is Atlanta? How's Atlanta bad? One in seven. I don't get it. That makes How, zero get... sense to me. Me neither. Arizona Tampa Bay will be an entertaining game. That's a game I want to watch. Mm. I want to see because any Jameis Winston the, the most entertaining. Huh? What are like the later games? Um, there is there's three later games. It's Miami, Indianapolis. Well, um, like what were the schedule makers thinking? I don't know. That, that's that's not a game that needs Carolina to be a Green Bay. That should be okay. an ent- entertaining game, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then the Rams and the Steelers. Okay. That should be an entertaining game too. But like, yeah. I don't know. It just sucks. Like, there's no Cam and there's no Big Ben. You know. Yeah. Cam. Uh, there's no Andrew Chicago Luck Bear. and there's Cam no did. Jacoby Brissett even. Yeah. You know. Kansas City and Tennessee is going to be a stinky game. Although Mahomes will be back finally, which will be fun. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, I don't know. I mean, this game just sucks. This is a I, crappy, gonna, crappy game. I'm going to say that I think the Jets lose, but the only thing we can hope for is that they lose with some dignity. They don't go out there and completely, you know, just Connor, do what they past like three weeks. These are these are wonderful hopes. But I just can't see it happening, buddy. I can't I say, see I, it happening. I, yeah, we can only hope that they go out there and they show up with some dignity because they're playing their "quote unquote" crosstown rivals, which right is really pretty kind of dumb because it's like calling the Rams and the Chargers crosstown rivals. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess because the Jets and Giants have the history of playing in the same stadium, blah 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 blah. But you know, yeah, we can only hope that. that they want to do that and they want to like go out there and show them up and shut down Saquon and you know, uh, I just can't but, see that happening either. I can't. Uh, a lot of doom and gloom it? today. I don't know. I'm sorry folks. Just, that's, I mean, that's am, what it is. I just don't this have the any faith. Jets season, 2018 I, Jets season. I have no faith. I think this is the worst Jets team I've ever watched. And then I've seen some really bad Jets teams. This is absolutely the worst Jets team I've ever watched. It's right. the past three weeks. Terrible. Just, Connor, anything else before we uh, wrap this up? I got nothing. I wish we didn't have to watch anymore. I wish that was week seventeen, but same here, man. Awesome. All right, if you uh, if you want to follow Connor, you can do so where at the NJ Mick. Come for the bad Jets takes. No, you know what? I, I got. I'm tired. You have good. No, I'm tired. I'm of this. You have good Jets takes. <laughs> your, te- your Jets takes are good. So come for the right, good so Jets takes. Come, right. come for the because you gifts. said that like three weeks in a row, and your takes <laughs> have just been spot on every single week. So I'm just I'm done with that. You know, the self depreciation is no longer flying. You have good Jets takes. 
You want to follow me? Gifts every Sunday. That's yes. what you can come for. <laughs> for the gifs or the gifs or whatever, <laughs> however you say it. If, if you want to follow me, you can at jfinversports12. Um, you can come for the actual bad takes because at least mm. according to the city of New Orleans, I have really bad takes. Yeah, um, you can't ever go there. My very first, I had my very first ratio. That was a lot of fun. 160 comments and like 75 likes. It was you know, great ratio. Nice. Um, if you want to listen to this podcast or any other podcast or any of our other podcasts in the Gotham Sports Network family of podcasts, you can do so on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify. And that's it. Once again, there's no Jets chant until they win a game because I mean they may. They may I don't. I think I'm just cutting that from now on. This franchise doesn't deserve it. They don't deserve enthusiasm. They don't deserve happiness. Neither do we. Will we do it next week if they win? Maybe. I don't know. We'll <laughs> Tune in we'll next week to find out, huh? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Connor. Have a good one, buddy. Peace. Peace.